Conceived seven years ago, Legacy International Center, a $190 million Bible-themed resort in Mission Valley, will partially open its doors next weekend with a dramatic Christmas tree lighting ceremony. When the entire hotel and religious theme park debuts in February, it will feature a wailing wall, fountains resembling the ones at the Bellagio Resort in Las Vegas, and a 4D theater. The project is a product of, and a tribute to, 88-year-old Pentecostal evangelist Morris Cirillo. For the San Diego Union-Tribune, I'm Jennifer Vangrove, and this is your San Diego News Fix. Lori Weisberg, you cover the tourism industry. Tell us what this project is all about. It's very confusing, I I think, unless you're familiar with it. Well, um, when you go up the interstate freeway, Interstate 8 freeway, you're going to see very noticeable change in that part of the the community. This used to be, and and still is, an 18-acre site, but what used to be there was a very nondescript 60s-era motel, a gym, a mini-mart. It was, you would never have even noticed it. But that site was purchased several years ago by Morris Cirillo, his World Evangelism Foundation, and um, it had been his dream to create, as you pointed out, kind of a legacy for him and a, a tribute to God and, and his devotion to Jesus Christ, but it, but it's also an attraction and destination that, that he hopes the public will enjoy. So in its place, that, that whole site was raised, and in its place is this complex of four buildings that includes a hotel, a pavilion, a welcome center, a large parking garage, and it's, it's part religious retreat, part, you know, luxury hotel, part part theme park, which is with a number of attractions that are clearly Bible-themed. Yeah, so you got a tour of this facility earlier this week. What stood out to you? What was kind of the most, you know, shocking or unexpected part of this? It's almost like they there's not a detail that hasn't escaped them. They've thought of everything. Now, I haven't been able to, a lot of this is fueled by very cutting-edge technology. That technology isn't in place that's what's going to happen between now and February when the when the whole project opens to the public, um, other than just this public plaza with dancing fountains. So um, it's every little detail, like in the motion theater, there's going to be a couple of, of films. Well, let it. me stop you. What When you say motion theater, what does that mean? So they're motion seats, that, so that... And so that's where the motion is coming from. It's it's a 4D theater where you're going to see uh, 360 degree movies, films all around you. Uh, yeah. So the, these two films, but there's um, all these sensory embellishments that you get. For instance, in the walk through the Bible, when Moses is parting the sea, your seat's going to rumble from the, the motion of the waves. <laughs> You're going to feel the mist air. You're going to smell the salt air. In the one part of it, when there's, they're going through the plagues of Egypt, you're going to get poked in your back from lice that are coming at you oh out of the screen. So it's very, um, it's very sophisticated technology. Um, and you know, if you have been in one of these motion theaters, like at California Adventure, you have a sense of what it's it's going to feel like. So those kinds of details. Um, the catacombs, they're, um, they're filled with, they hired an artist with all these murals that were done by this artist representing kind of a trip through the New Testament. In their international marketplace, they're working with 
more than 30 vendors from around the world to bring everything from chocolates and olive oil and nuts to women's apparel. Uh, every little detail has has been thought about, and so they. But it's hard to picture yet with some yeah. without some of the technology. Um, they also have an interactive globe. That's the one thing that I'm most eager to see, and that's not ready yet. Where you will actually be, there'll be individual stations where you can call up different parts of the world that will pop up as this giant globe rotates. That is interesting and bizarre. And I would imagine that even though it's certainly religious in nature, that, you know, at least if you're local in San Diego, you might want to go see it just for the spectacle of it all. Is that what they're hoping for? Are they really trying to appeal to their core, like, Christian audience? I think I think they really are trying to appeal to a broader demographic. And I think because it's such a curiosity um, that it may well attract more than those who are Christians or, you know, the, in the evangelical community. I, I think they do have the reach. Maybe those people only go once and they don't ever come back. They are going to have programming that will change over time. They also hope to book a lot of it. It's, it is part tourist attraction, but they also hope they have a pavilion with a big conference facility. I think they're hoping to book a lot of events there. They have a 500-seat theater in this pavilion where they hope to show first-run movies, performing arts, maybe theater groups, musical concerts. So they have you know different revenue sources, I think, in addition to, of course, booking a room at the 126-room hotel. Yeah, so there's the hotel aspect, right, which, you know, has its own cost. But then there's the attraction element to it. Are they, like, merged, like, seamlessly? Am I going to the hotel and using the, all the attractions? Or am, am I just going to the attractions the same way I would go to Disneyland or Legoland? I think more more the latter. It's That's not a big hotel, so um, I, that's probably not the linchpin of this whole project. I think um, a lot of the meeting space that they're going to book for their business model is probably going to be a big part of that. Also, the public plaza will be open. And also, the this international marketplace that I talked about, that will be open so you don't have to pay admission to go to that. Those are things you can just wander in, purchase things for gifts, and leave. And then for the attractions, this welcome center where most of the attractions are housed, you will... Um, You'll pay some kind of set fee. They haven't arrived at that fee, maybe 15 to $20. You can go there just to wander, or you can go there and, and pay some money and, and go through the go through the attraction part of the project. And is it designed for you to stay there all day? I'm not sure there's... Well, I'm not sure if there's enough to do there all day, but they will have a couple of restaurants, one casual and then one fine dining um, within the hotel. So there's, there's the food in the marketplace to keep you there, and the fountains, they'll be you know, nightly shows with the fountains. The fountains. Tell me about the fountains, because in pictures, it really looks like something you might see in Las Vegas. So what was the inspiration? What are they trying to convey even with the fountain? Why have them in the first place? I think that's more just kind of an amenity for the, okay. for the, for the development. It's 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 pretty. It's fun to watch. They I don't mean, date to biblical times? Yeah, yeah. So that's probably one, one area that's not biblical themed. Now, for this Christmas celebration they're having um, coming up, Starting um, not this weekend, but next, they're going to have Christmas favorites, orchestral arrangements of Christmas holiday tunes. So, yes, that's Christmassy, but then come next year, non-holiday times, it's probably going to be a lot of, sec- I imagine, secular, mm-hmm. secular music. So it's going to be just entertaining, another way to maybe draw people in. Okay. And so I come for the 
entertainment. I walk away with what? Do they want me to walk away with some sort of educational experience? And Am I going to learn about the Bible or is it more just experiencing something? What are they really hoping for, yeah. for people? Yeah, I think you will. I think it is also a learning experience. I mean, I don't know if, how much you're going to learn through the cat going through the catacombs, but they're going to have um, museum-like exhibits of things that Morris Cirillo has collected from around the world, some really old uh, Bibles and Torahs. There's also um, an area that's going to document his travels around the world and how he's affected the peoples of the world that he's visited and ministered at. So there is some educational. They also have a um, digital library that they're they are going to have that you can learn things from too. So yes, you're right. It's partly learning experience too. And I'm curious too for people who don't know who is Morris Cirillo. So he was um, raised in a Orthodox Jewish orphanage to the age of 15, and after that he he became he converted to Christianity and he became a preacher. And he for the last 70 years has preached around the world. But I think people know him more from, you know, more video evangelism on on television, on online now. Today you can see him online. So he's your classic televangelist preacher. I don't know that you see him as much doing that as much now, but that's how he's come to be known more as a televangelist. But he will tell you more that his real work has been traveling around the world to to talk to different nations. He says he's visited Israel 55 times, so. Wow. Yeah. So and he, is he a local? Is he here in San Diego? Yeah, so he's San Diego and his the Morris World Evangelism organization has been based in San Diego for years and um, they were they've now moved their offices to this new new site. And so I guess that kind of explains why Mission Valley since he's, you know, here in San Diego. But um, this is pretty atypical for Mission Valley. I think when we first started this conversation, you were talking about, you know, 60s era hotel and people who drive along the eight. Yeah, there's a very distinctive or non-distinctive style to the hotels along the eight. So is this, you know, possibly a harbinger for for what's to come um, in that hotel circle area? Or is this going to kind of just stand out and and be this beacon of I don't know what, but. Well, architecturally, it's, I, th- I think it's pretty attractive and, and quite a different, an improvement, way improvement over what was there. I don't know that, I think Mission Valley will continue to be a place where you stay overnight or go shopping, but I think this will make it, some believe, more of a tourist destination, whereas now you go here to stay overnight and then you go somewhere else for your sightseeing. So I think this could be added to the mix, maybe not on the level of SeaWorld to the right, zoo, right. but but I think another stop for tourists. Um, and I, and just architecturally, it upgrades that that area. And across the way, of course, the, the longtime town and country resort is getting a huge renovation, expansion, and upgrade. So you're seeing that end of Mission Valley getting upgraded and changed and modernized. Gotcha. Um, and so actually to start, though, they, they're they not quite opening the whole facility, right? So they're opening next weekend with this um, holiday-themed uh, Christmas, not holiday, Christmas-themed um, uh, tree lighting. Um, what else can people experience between now and February when the whole experience opens? So I think for the most part, just this plaza, public plaza area with the fountains. And then there's a restaurant called The Fountains Restaurant <laughs> that is casual dining. So that will be open too 
for the so the, the rest of it really you'll see the exterior of the buildings but you won't be able to experience um, all these attractions until till February and you won't be able to stay overnight at the hotel until early February okay and does the restaurant serve alcohol Ooh, that's a good question oh I, I I'm guessing it does, but I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't know that there's any sort of um, reason why it wouldn't, but I would just be curious given the religious um, theming of the project. But it sounds like a very different addition to Mission Valley. Do you have anything else that you want to add about the Legacy International Center? Um, I think that's it. I mean, as unique and unusual as it sounds, there have been over the years a few of these kind of religious resorts, these religious theme parks. Um, There's a couple operating in Kentucky right now. So while this isn't the only one, they are relatively rare. And it'll be really interesting to see how it plays in San Diego. Very cool. Lori Weisberg, thank you so much. Thank you. In other news, City of San Diego staff will move forward with the final design of a bikeway project that will remove 449 parking spots along the popular 30th Street Corridor in North Park. The newly recommended design, approved by the city's mobility board, calls for removing all parking spaces from Juniper to Yupa Streets and keeps some parking between Yupa Street and Adams Avenue. Thanks for listening to the San Diego News Fix, which goes live weekdays at 5 p.m. Our creative director is Beto Alvarez, and our digital editor is Ricky Young. This podcast comes together with support from our creative studio and reporters throughout the newsroom. Please rate us and review us on your favorite podcast app, and support our journalism by signing up for our print and digital products at uniontrib.com slash subscribe. Until next time.